Hi, this is Sam Chan, and welcome to the Sam Chan Leadership Podcast. It is my honor to serve you, help you achieve your dreams. Let's do this together. Today, I want to talk about a broad subject that will be very narrow in the middle that I'm calling in the meantime. In the meantime, you are here, you want to go there, and the distance between here and there is known as the meantime. Now, the reason I'm teaching on that is because in the last month, month and a half, two months, I have received more phone calls about this one subject than any other. Now, some are calling it succession because I do a lot of succession planning for organizations. Some are calling it transitions. Some are calling it uh, as soon as my building is finished, as soon as we hire a children's pastor, as soon as this happens, that happens. So I've got this as soon as kind of conversations going on in the last two months. And because I would say the majority of the conversations have been about that, I thought I would teach you on the whole concept and I'm simply calling it in the meantime. You are here, you wanna be here, what's happening in the middle? So the question is, in the meantime, the first question is, what's next? What's next? Every leader is asking that question, what's next? Uh, Just before we got on this call, I was talking to Ryan, uh, preparing for this phone call, and I asked him, what's next? So he tells me that he's going to be in a uh, three-city tour with his children's ministries, and we'll be doing all kinds of uh, fresh ideas and uh, live webinars and surprise sites. Uh, All that to say, the questions are, what's next? He asked me, so what's happening with you? So every leader lives in this what's next phase. Uh, We just had uh, our Easter yesterday, but the question remains, so what's next? Uh, You may have built a building, what's next? You hired somebody, what's next? You fired somebody, what's next? So every leader, doesn't matter who you are, is obsessing with what's next. The second thing in the meantime you have to realize is that you have changed you have changed i know you talk about others have changed no 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 no. others have changed too but let's focus on you because others are not on this call you are on this call you have changed uh you are not who you used to be uh what what is it what do i do with this restless feeling that i'm not what i used to be i'm not what i want to be i'm in the meantime what are you doing with that and you've got to appreciate the fact that you have changed now if i was to walk up to you and say to you hey ryan good to see you Uh, you're the same person you were five years ago you have not changed at all well don't take that as a compliment because you see we're all shifting we're all changing another question in the meantime is when you feel you've outgrown your place. When you feel like you've outgrown your station of service, uh, it's like your foot has outgrown your shoe. If you keep wearing a shoe 
that is two sizes too small for you. Your feet will hurt, you will limp, you'll never be able to walk at the pace that you're in, and you find yourself limping because you have outgrown your place. Another issue that comes up in the meantime is when it seems that your friends are getting ahead of you. Now that's a really big thing, especially on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, everybody's bragging about how they have got beyond where they were at and how they are growing and this is happening, that is happening. And you look at yourself and it seems like they are going at 100 miles an hour and you are barely crawling. It seems that way. And in your saner moments, you know it is not that way. But this in the meantime, what do you do with this feeling that seems like everybody, everybody else's church, everybody else's ministry, everybody else's business, everybody else's vision, everybody else's website, their Twitter account, their Instagram account, their Facebook followers. It seems like everybody seems to be moving faster than you. What do you do in the meantime? Another issue in the meantime is ambiguity. Ambiguity. Leading in ambiguity is the highest level of leadership. I want to say that again. Leading in the unknown. Leading in the uncertain. Leading in ambiguity is the highest level of leadership. And most of us are looking for the certainty. However, there's less certainty and more uncertainty and you're moving to a higher level and you have to embrace that. That is why I think that Moses was a better leader than Joshua. Uh, why is that? Because Moses was leading people without a GPS, without a map, without a definite destination. Joshua, on the other hand, if you remember, was one of the 12 spies and he went into, uh, he crossed over the river Jordan. He had a group of people with him. They went into the city of Jericho. So he had pictures in his mind. He could see what it looks like. He had been there, came back to the camp. And so they had this whole notion of what does the terrain look like? What does the river look like? How do we get there? Moses didn't have that. So 40 years. Moses led the children of Israelites in the, into ambiguity. In the meantime, you find yourself in ambiguous places. I'm going to give you some dangers of the meantime. Dangers in the meantime. But before I do that, so many of you have joined me all over the world. I just want you to hit the chat button and tell us where you are from. I see so many of you came on just a little late onto this call. Hit the chat button and tell us where you are from. I'm from Ottawa, uh, Canada. I'm from Paris, France. I'm from Delhi, India. Where are you from? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I see you doing that. I see Tamara Brooks just signed on from Baltimore. So I just want you to know I'm watching you. So come on, come on, come on. Hit the chat button and let us know where you are from. Dangers in the meantime. Number one is complacency, complacency. Complacency has the following sentence. Oh, well, have you heard anyone say, oh, well. In fact, in our day and time, there's a new sentence that's going around. Well, it's been around for a while, but you hear people say that all the time. Something like this. Well, you know, it is what it is. 
I have no idea what that means. When you don't know what to say, you just look at the other person and say it is what it is. So the whole idea of complacency, oh well. So I'm gonna give you a word and a sentence behind that. The second danger in the meantime is frustration. And the sentence behind that is, why not? I'm frustrated, so why not? So a lot of people make decisions out of frustration, but it's the whole notion of why not? The third danger in the meantime is distractions. And the sentence behind that is, maybe I could. I could do this, I could do that. Maybe I can stop doing this, maybe I can start doing that. And so distractions come our way in the meantime. Number four, danger in the meantime is competition. And the sentence there is, why is it that everybody else, dot, 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 fill in the blank. Why is it that everybody else? Uh, the next one is doubt. I'm talking about dangers in the meantime, doubt. And this is where the sentence is second guessing yourself. And it is, maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I shouldn't have. Uh, let me give you two more. Fear, fear. And the sentence behind that is, I'd rather be, I'd better be careful. You know, uh, if it doesn't work out, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'd better be careful. I'd better be careful that I do not miss this. I better be careful that I do it right. And so in the meantime, fear grips our heart. And the last danger, there are many more, but last danger in the meantime is wrong counsel. And the sentence there is, who should I listen to? Who should I listen to? Wrong counsel. So there are dangers in the meantime. My guess is most of you listening to me right now are in the meantime, because we all are. Because the first sentence is, the first question is, what's next however there are four opportunities in the meantime four opportunities before i give you the opportunities i see some of you join me late so just hit the chat button and tell us where you're from hit the chat button say i'm from seattle washington i'm from panama city panama or i'm from uh johannesburg south africa where are you from just hit the chat button and tell me where you're from opportunities in the meantime Number one is preparation. In the meantime, you have the opportunity to prepare for what is coming. Now, there's a, you've heard me say that the difference in planning and preparation. Planning is very specific, very task-oriented, very focused. Preparation is a broad category. So somebody says to me, so Sam Chen, how long did it take you to prepare what you're teaching us right now? 30 years, how long did it take me to plan it? Ah, a few hours. You see, planning is trying to get a system inside of it to say there are four of this and five of that, and here are the questions, here are the sentences. That's the planning part, but preparing for it, I've been doing it for 30 years to talk to you about this. Preparing, even though the subject is new or fresh, not new, but fresh, Start preparing. In the meantime, you have the opportunity to prepare. Number two opportunity you have is to grow. 
in the meantime will grow you more than anything else because when you are there you knew what it was when you are there you know what it will be but for right now you have to be in a place in your life you say that i will grow in the meantime because opportunities come to those who are prepared number three opportunity in the meantime is reinvention reinvention most leaders reinvent themselves on a cyclic basis so what i'd like for you to do is to just reflect on your life rewind the video of your life and see the reinventions that you have gone through the phases that you have gone through some of you reinvent yourself every five years some of you reinvent yourself every eight years but there are patterns in your life find that pattern and then you'll be able to discover the rhythm of what to do during the in the in the meantime and the last opportunity you have is i think the greatest opportunity you have and that is to create new relationships new relationships in the meantime you are disengaging here you're waiting to engage here but in the middle you're going to have some new relationships waiting for you because everywhere you've gone to in life you've been you've got there because of relationships and you will leave there because of relationships you're going to embrace somebody because of relationships you're going to disengage from somebody because of relationships it's all about relationships so because many of you are christian believers and of course you know that i'm a christian believer i'm going to give you just a few examples of people who may had good responses in the meantime good responses in the meantime joseph would be a good example of that he went from the pit to potiphar to prison to palace so if you're a preacher listening to me right now here's a four point outline from the pit to potiphar to prison to the palace so the pit was where his brother threw him in potiphar was the house that he was falsely accused of and from there he was thrown into prison but god had a plan to take him to the palace now he could have messed up anywhere but he kept his in the meantime clean how about david running for his life 25 years from the time that he was ordained to be the king to the time he actually sat on the throne it was 25 years elisha remember when elijah was about to take off the distractions that he was having come his way in fact the distractions were coming from good people these were people who were students at the school of the prophets so these were what we would call a bible institute a bible college student saying to elisha forget about elijah but in the meantime he kept continued behind him how about jesus we see him at the age of 12 when he got lost on the way to or stayed back in jerusalem when he went to his parents and then the next time we see him at the age of 30 those 18 years were in the meantime in their life and there are bad examples in the bible too so i want to leave you with two things and then i will entertain your questions if you are uh just joining us right now i see some of you came on late on this call just go to the chat button go to the chat button and put in your uh, uh, where you from 
And you can go to Q&A and send Ryan your question, and I'll be happy to answer. In fact, if you have a question that does not go along with what I'm teaching, I'm still happy to answer your question because you are part of the Samjan inner circle. So please send your question to Q&A and Ryan will uh, get us on board. Two things, number one, in the meantime, we have to change our mindset. When you're in the meantime, when you are not here and you're not there, in the meantime, you have to change your mindset. You cannot take this mindset over here. You gotta change your mindset. So what is it about your mind you're gonna change? Uh, somebody said that the most important change is gonna change when you change your mind. That's the most important change. And in the meantime, it allows you to take inventory of where you are, rethink of what is happening in your life, refocus your relationships, and rethink what is it that you'll be doing at the next juncture of your life. And the final thing is, in the meantime, two words, landscape and seascape. Landscape and seascape. So if you have a question, this is a good time for you to hit the question and answer button, and Ryan will be happy to uh, lead us in that. So two words, landscape, seascape. Landscape is, if, if I'm standing on a beach, if I'm standing on a beach, you're standing on a beach, and you're looking ahead, and you see the ocean. And behind you, you see the buildings. Behind you are buildings, you're on the beach, in front of the ocean. Behind you is landscape. In front of you is seascape. Landscape is not moving. Seascape is churning on a constant basis. So if you have, a landscape mentality, you will have a hard time finding your next. But if you have a seascape mentality, which says that the waves are coming and I gotta be willing to churn with those waves and I gotta be willing to move with those waves and I got to adjust to those waves and I got to adapt to those waves. I got to learn to read the waves and I gotta know what I can do with those waves. You're in the meantime time is gonna be amazingly helpful. Every one of you is in the meantime. Because the question is, what's next?